You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and continuing with this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to cheat the system for visiting the Rawa Sharif in Medina Al-Munawara? Would it be considered as deceiving in the holy lands of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We need to understand three issues here. Number one, in Makkah Mukarramah Al-Haramul Makki, Murtad bin Shaitan, MBS, is 100% out of the fold of Islam. So his laws, which he introduces against the teaching of Islam, the Haram Sharif, the Haramain Sharifain, do not belong to him or to his father Salman or to his grandfather Abdul Aziz. The Quran Sharif teaches us masajid Every masjid belongs solely, only, exclusively to Almighty Allah. Regarding the Haram Sharif, Almighty Allah states, anil alim. So the Zalim Murtad and apostate has introduced the law that when you come for Umrah from America, from Africa, from Indo Park, uh, Dubai, or wherever, then you are in the state of Ihram, so consecration, so you perform Tawaf at the bottom. But after that, you want to make again Nafil voluntary Tawaf, then you must go upstairs. So imagine my father or my grandfather, 70, 80, 100 years old, must go upstairs. So remember, we encourage that, that all the men who want to perform their Tawaf and so forth, that you wear your Ihram, never mind you got under way on or what because it's not for Umrah so it is just to beat the system totally permissible why what MBS is doing Quran says for him chapter 22 verse 25 we will unleash for him a painful terrible horrible punishment and you must remember you can't use the hadith here what he's doing is ma'asiya and sinful Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu You don't have the right to prevent anybody from performing tawaf of the Baytullah. Go open Tirmidhi Sharif and various other compilations, Mustad Ahmad and so forth. So that is for Makkah Mukarramah. You men, don't worry about that. You must break that law of the murtad. You must remember that he is an agent of the West and a total murtad and out of the fall of Islam. Sheikh Sali Ali Talib, the Imam of the Haramul Makki, in a Jumma khutbah said, La tazuru as-sanamat. Don't frequent and visit the sanamas. I'm asking any Muslim in the world, what wrong did he say? And he put him straight away, sentenced them, 10 years in jail. And how many ulama, how many sulaha, how many awliyaullah, great, great people languishing in jail, tortured, persecuted. So remember, we don't accept this murtad. There in Medina Munawwara, Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah 
صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سید ما بین بیتی و ممبری رودت مریاد الجنہ the portion between my house and between the member the pulpit is one of the gardens of Jannah so they say per year can you believe that not per trip now per year that you only allowed to go there once they're treating this as their personal fiefdom you know and they allow the non-Muslims to come there you see last week two weeks ago they brought some Indian minister and all that and why so the bilateral ties and the business ties and the cultural ties between the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and India must flourish you come and make our masajid napak, you bring the mushrikeen and the non-Muslims there did not Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu said on his deathbed and his fatal illness akhrijul yahud wa nasara min jaziratil arab expel the Jews and the Christians min dalalatin nas min babil awla so more so it will be for mushrikeen and other non-Muslims expel them and kick them out thus murtad zalim harami brings them more and more inside and so forth. Why? So the business between Saudi and other countries can boom. You call him Muslim. You got doubt regarding him being murtad. You yourself, you murtad. You can quote my fatwa anywhere in the world. Remember that. So you must remember this type of thing. And that's why we send out the podcast. So we don't fear anybody. We have to speak the truth whether people like like it or not we must be clear on this issue now you guys know better me than me you know me I'm not media savvy me I'm a simple Simon guy so now you get that on your app and whatever me I no more go for Umrah and Hajj and all the ziyarat because of all those reasons yeah I never ever went like that you understand whenever we wanted to go and they got long long queues I just go at the back I see people there with wheelchair I say Papa oh Pam we want to go inside they say yeah I say come I'll push you so I just come there we tell the police see this man he say yeah go inside so no queue no nothing so now you must remember they got this app business if you know how to take that screenshot you know how to beat the system on the phone so then it's permissible you just do that and you go inside no sin upon you nothing to feel guilty but I even know the name <laughs> I even know the name of one lady and one male there you must remember they're doing some gabgal business and some rishwa you must pay them for every person who goes there 20, 25, 30, 40 riyals I think is rice per size now and that now that is Rishwa so that is not you are not guilty of breaking MBS Murtad's law but you are guilty of Rishwa Rishwa is haram Habibuna Rasulullah Rishwa means bribery Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said authentic hadith in Bayhaqi and other compilations La'anallahu rashi wal murtashi wal ra'ish the person who gave the bribery is cursed the one who received it is cursed and the one who says don't worry I get all the context I got all the context I shall rechmak I'll sort it out so that person also is cursed so for that is a haram so if you can do it some other way play with the phone and what have you and beat the system it's fine as these half these police they can't even read properly so you must remember inshallah you go in like that it's fine no problem if you own a hall or you own a venue which you hire out, would you be responsible for what the clients serve at the functions like perhaps alcohol and non-halal food? 
If they're serving their wine and swine and all that, obviously you're responsible. You are a Muslim and don't you know the Quranic verse, chapter 5, verse number 2. This is the golden maxim and golden teaching of Islam. Chapter 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 2. وَتَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ taqwa. You must cooperate with one another in piety and righteousness. وَلَا تَعَوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِسْمِ وَالْأُدْوَانِ And do not cooperate with one another in sin and transgression. So this is Quran. Hadith in Tirmidhi, Sahih, authentic hadith. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir. Once you believe in Almighty Allah, Allah was, will always be when everything. So, man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir and the last day. Meaning we believe in all the articles of faith. That is the meaning of that. Then and for yukrim daifa, you must honor your guest and so forth. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, fala yajlis ala ma'idatin tudaru alayha al-khamar. Then you cannot frequent and go and sit and go to such a place where alcohol is served. Islam wants, we must cut ourselves off totally. Now this hall, this hotel, this belongs to you and so forth and so on. And you tell them you are serving alcohol, wine and swine and all that or you allow them to bring their wine and swine so your income definitely is tainted and polluted and not permissible remember that we must have big big boards everywhere in conspicuous places no wine and no swine allowed here and no wine dine and swine that now they want to have a big jaw you see February will come January New Year February come Valentine's Day so now they bring their Valentine's and they have a big jol there and a big party there and the wine and the dine and the swine are all flowing and all all haram all that and you allow these things then you are guilty you are an accomplice in this crime not permissible how important is it for the for the men to reach Salah in Jamaat? 100% is wajib. You must remember that. Go open Quran Sharif. Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu warda. He was a linguist par excellence. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu is from those Sahabi, Sahaba and companions. He says that as far as the Quran Sharif goes, I know every verse, what it means and so forth and the tafsir of it and he stayed with the master and Allah blessed him with great intelligence he was and will always remain as the son-in-law of the master so what does he say listen to Allah Ta'ala telling us you read salat at home and you don't have any excuse. You're not ill, you're not sick, you're not old. The conditions of the weather is not inclement, nothing like that. And then Quran Sharif teaches us Surah Maryam, chapter 19. Always remember this when you're interacting with the non-Muslims. Surah Maryam, the chapter dedicated to Mary, Al-Azra, the virgin. Maryam Al-Batul, Al-Munqati'ani Rijal. She moved away from a toxic society to a pure and chase place so Batul and that's a wonderful name for you to give your daughter granddaughter who just born and so forth Batul or Al-Batul Al will bring more emphasis remember that and thereafter it comprises 98 verse now we are reading chapter 19 and verse 59 فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ 
when you make dua to Almighty Allah, you petition Almighty Allah, you beg and petition Him, say, Ya Allah, grant me khalaf. Khalaf means worthy successes. فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفُونَ The father, the mother, the grandparents were pious, but their successors, their heirs, their family were khalfun. Unworthy, good for nothing, nincompoops, you must remember that. First thing they did, أَدَاءُ salat. They squandered their salat. How they squandered their salat? وَتَّبَعُ shahawat. They followed their worms and fancies and desires. Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib said that the men making jamaat at home, the men not making salat at, in a masjid, people just leave without an excuse for so for Then Almighty Allah will dispatch them to Ghay. Chapter 19, verse 59. You know what is Ghay? Ghay is that portion in Jahannam and the hellfire. The other parts of Jahannam seek protection and remember from that part there. So therefore it's not permissible to read Salat in the masjid and that is wajib, is compulsory for the man and the women must read at home. Yes, you got Uzar, you must remember, you old, you sickly, you musafir and a traveler, then it's different situation. But normal circumstances, you must read, remember, in the masjid. Is there any importance or any significance in visiting Riyadh? So you must remember, I visited Riyadh how many times? Three, four times, twice they invited us there. So Jamiatul Imam. <laughs> so the last time we went there, so our ambassador was Sheikh Abdul Hamid. He passed away, South African ambassador to Saudi Arabia. So that time the talk was a Muslim personal law, you know. So they invited about 15, 16 ulama and so forth. So my name came inside also. How it came, Allah only knows. So all these ulama who were there, they went for hajj. So I was there also for hajj. Then I went to that sheikh there. I told him, sheikh, me, I got a problem. So he looked at me, he said, what do you mean you got a problem? I see, you see, all these colleagues of mine, they came wahda, they came alone, wahda, they came alone and so forth. Me, I got my wife, so what must I do? So you must remember that, that he said, yeah, just fly from here to Riyadh. Then, then he realized the day, this guy would be in trouble. So I told him, you sure? He said, no, 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 better fly back to South Africa, then you go to the embassy and you must ask for this person and so forth. And this is the letter and whatever. So then I came back after Hajj. I went there to the embassy. If you tell me now to go to Saudi embassy, I don't know. I'll get lost. You must remember. Somehow, somehow, I found it, and I saw one brother walking there. Now his back is facing me. I said, Master Ihsan, he looked back. I said, Alhamdulillah, that's the right guy. Allah wants, you must do. So then he asked me what you want. I said, this is the letter I got. I came from Hajj and now we invited and all that for the Qazi course there in Jamiatul Imam Muhammad bin Saud and so forth, you see. So Jamiatul Imam, they call it. He said, yeah, yeah, we're waiting for you and all that. Anyway, then they gave me the special visa and all that. Then we went there. So now the durus, the lessons are starting, you see. In two weeks, you must remember, they're going to make us Qazi and judges and so forth. It was very good, very intensive. So when the first lesson started, they thought we all changumangus. Hey, these guys from South Africa don't know whether they're coming or going and all. So the first lesson that Sheikh gave, he was speaking about rukhsa, about concessions and so so. 
So he quoted the hadith and he said, this, this, it shows. So I picked up my hand. So I told him, see, all in Arabic. So I told him, Sheikh, the usul and the principle you are explaining is very good, but the dalil you're giving is wrong, the evidence. So I said, you must go read Kitabul Ilal, Elil Imam Tirmidhi Rahimamullah, Wakala fi bidayatihi, Kulluma fi kullu shayin fi hadal kitab, fawa ma'mulun bihi ma'ada al hadisain. So the, everything in this kitab is practiced upon by the fuqaha and the jurors, but two hadiths you can't practice on. And one is this hadith you are quoting now, Inna Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam jama'a, aybayna zohri wal asri, bil madina, in madina, min ghayri matarin, wala safarin, wala maradin. Then Nabiya alayhi salatu salam combines Salat, Zohar, and Asr, or Maghrib, Isha, inside Badina Munawwara. And there was no sickness, there was no journey, traveling, no illness, no nothing. So this hadith, nobody practices on it. So meaning, you can't quote that. So he just looked at me. He said, Antam in muhaddisin ya Sheikh. You're a muhaddis. I said, La, nahnu minatullab, ya Sheikh. We are students, we came to learn by you. Then the word spread there, that these guys, not changu bagus, they're going to put us in our place, you see. So that created now now that atmosphere, our brothers now they knew. So now you nudge these, you supporters of Saudi Arabia and MBS. One kept on Alim, I always forget his name. Jazawullah Khairan. So the discussion came under nudged. So he said that lecturer Muhadir, he said a Najduhu al Iraq. So this Cape Town Sheikh picked up his land hand and he said, Sheikh, see this hadith here. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu hadith in Bukhari Sharif said, Allahumma barik lana fi shamina. Ya Allah, give us barakah in Sham. Jordan, Palestine, Syria, Lebanon, the Levant, that is Sham. Allahumma barik lana fi Yemenina. Ya Allah, give us barakah in Yemen. Then, then they said, Ya Rasulullah, najd. So Nabi sallallahu sallam, rahmatul alameen, refused. So we say Naj refers to Riyadh and all these places also. So they say no, it refers to Iraq. So that Alim Sheikh from Cape Town said, Sheikh, now we know Nabi alayhi salam refused to make dua for Naj, right? The Najdis. They said there are fitnas and zalazil and problems coming from there. Then go and see Kitabul Hajj and go and read about that in Bulughul Maram in Mishkat Mustad Ahmed. Inna Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi alayhi salatu salam designated the miqat, the boundaries. Li ahlil Madina, Zul Hulayfa. Wa li ahlil Yemen, Yalamlam. And wa li ahli Najdin, Qarnul Manazil. So it shows Najd is only 100 kilometers or less from Makkah. So it's in Saudi Arabia. From that side already Najd starts. And for the Ahlul Iraq, Zatu Irqin. For Ahlul Iraq, the people of Iraq, Nabi Alayhi Salaam appointed something else. So Najd is the front and Iraq is the front, Ya Sheikh. His face got blue and purple and he didn't know. He got zigzag one way. So these were two things I remember clearly. So very interesting, Riyadh, if you're interested in books and that. They got Maktaba Ubaykan. So that is, you must go visit that. Very nice there. And they got wonderful libraries and so forth. But you must know Arabic and you must have that walwala, that zeal, enthusiasm to read. Not you just keep it there in your library and sit on your laurels and think of 
Saudi and they're wasting time then. And if you're interested in the Ali Saud, the Saudi family and so forth. So I used to be very intrigued by them initially. I used to go read all this. So when you go to their museums, so they got a special museum for the Ali Saud. So King Abdul Aziz, when he came into power and what, what things he did. And you must remember that. So that is also something interesting if you're interested in history. No virtue is just for history. A thing that's magnificent to see in Riyadh, you must remember, is the oil. They have a special museum for that. So about the Nataf, you must remember, the benzene and all that. How? Saudi Arabia was a pauper, you must remember that. They were living in poverty in the 1910-1920. Money used to go from here, from Africa, from Mali and Timbuktu and all that. They were millionaires there in the 18th century, 19th century and all that. Then when the boom started in the 30s and so forth, there in Manatika Sharqiya in the eastern region, so then when they found oil, then they started becoming rich and now they're making 1 billion, 2 billion, 3 billion on oil only per day. And I'm not speaking of rains and rupees, I'm speaking of dollars. So now they are booming, obviously, but they're going to lose everything because they could murtad running the show and so forth. So yes, if you want to go for that purpose, is fine or you want to go and visit their museums and that is fine and you can meet some of the ulama they took us to their parliament and all their espaza parliament that is you understand so all dictatorship is not mashura is ikhbar so this is the verdict they all say yes this is the verdict all say yes and all. so it's like that kali kali parliament you understand spaza like imitator imitation you know? so it's interesting but no virtue in going there is nudge to remember that mm. This evening's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. After the break, we'll be continuing once again. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and continuing with the Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Saib, this person says that I'm single and finding it incredibly difficult to settle down. I'm also so, so lonely. Any advice, Mufti Saib? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We call this the Timma Takmila. So while now I was reading two rakats a lot, so anyway, the thought Allah put in my mind. So when we were there, the same trip, two very interesting happened, interesting things. You must remember, one is it was Ashura day, 10th of Muharram. So one of the Muhadirin, one of the lecturers came and he said, I brought a gift. And I love and I thrive on these things here when the teachers put us through a test, you know. So there in Karachi, sometime our teachers used to give us half a rupee. And they give you, they say, you can answer this. Then we try our best, you know, for that. The money is not the thing, but the thing is that we must get the answer right, you know, for that question. So he said, I'm asking you all a question, you South Africans and that. Who gets it right? I'll give him this book. The book was Bulughul Maram, wonderful book by Ibn Hajar. I used to teach in Darum, Newcastle, excellent. And I recommend that for every Shafi'i student. So anyway, for every Muslim, but more so the Shafi'is. So anyway, you must remember that. So Sheikh bin Baz, Rahimahullah, he was a great, great scholar, again, Grand Mufti. We don't agree on all the fatwas, but he was a great person. So remember, he wrote a commentary on it. So he said, this is the book I'll give you. So I picked up my hand and I answered. So he said, okay. So they gave me the book, Alhamdulillah. So that is one incident. Then, 
on one day they took us to the greatest ulama in Saudi, you must remember at that time there. One is the Grand Mufti, who's still the Grand Mufti. Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Abdullah Ali Sheikh. He's blind, just like Bin Baz also was blind. So Yama Bin Baz he passed away, Rahimamullah, he's still living, this Ali Sheikh. So we asked him, Sheikh, now when is Ashura? You see? This was before the day of Ashura. So that when is Ashura here in the kingdom in Saudi? So let's say, for example, he said Tuesday. He said, fine. Then we went to the Raisul Quzat, the Chief Justice, Sheikh Salih Haidan. He passed away. So he said Wednesday. Now we're looking at one another's faces. Both of them sitting in Riyadh. Both of them representing Saudi. One is the Grand Mufti. One is the Chief Justice. They so confused and blowing our fuses and so forth. So imagine, this is the problem with them. When it comes to the moon and all this type of thing. They got moon samis there, you know. They will tell you they saw the moon before it's born also. You must remember that. Conjunction, what they call and so forth. Anyway, I just thought of the two stories. People love stories and anecdotes. So you, my brother, you're lonely. You don't want to get married. You want to get married, but they're rejecting you. So why are they rejecting you? You're too tall. You're too short. You're too poor. You're too this. You're too that. So why you don't speak to all, my Allah? Come, write down all the prescriptions. Now, today, after Q&A, read, proper, make proper wudu. Go read two rakat salat and read, Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. Allah will protect you min kulli su'in wa makru from all harmful, terrible, bad things. And in sujood, sajda, if you know it, read Surah 25, Chapter 25, Surah Furqan, the criterion, verse 74, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. O Allah, grant us such spouses and such children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. So you also must make effort. Then you pass the word around, I want to settle down and all. But you can't be settling down and you got 20 ren in your pocket and you got nothing else. Sometimes I have to perform nikah of people. Yeah, with the house. I have to do that sometimes for people. Nice stop all this. So you must remember. So I asked the guy, you got money for mahar? He said, no. He's getting married and I must pay the mahar. So, so how is that now? So how are you going to look after your wife? You must remember. That's like non-Muslims embrace Islam like that I'm speaking about. So in cases like that, we have to help them out. So anyway, that you must remember that you must work also and you must be able to look after your wife also. Not you become a parasite and your wife must support you. Islam doesn't allow that. Sahib, is it permissible for girls who are doing his to go after Fajr to the teacher or is it permissible for them to leave the house at that time? No, 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 not permissible. So dangerous it is and especially South Africa and all these type of things. And who's the teacher? If it's a male teacher, then any time to go is not permissible. If it's a female teacher, so they should make some timing that is good for both parties, but not this early morning before Fajr, after Fajr and all that. When we were becoming hives, Allah reward my parents, grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. 
Our Ustad, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, told my father, if ye, meaning me, and he wants to become Hafiz, he must be at 4 o'clock in the morning. My father said, Kabul, quarter to 4, he said, Sonny, you better be ready. I give you a smack just now. But he never gave me a smack, but I just give me a warning, you know. So you must remember that, and speaking of my father, he was very stern. And uh, so I'm 100% ready. So then he go drop me there, and he's gone, so my father. And then we must be ready now for Sabak and all these things there by Fisab. And even in, when you came to the Kulidop, when we came to the Indian township, so there also we have to be ready you must remember Allah Ta'ala reward our Rukiya Abba Kaji our Qasim Kaji's wife they all passed away so Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus their son Hafiz Ahmad Kaji he became Hafiz there with us and he's there in Azadwal now so you must remember she used to prepare for us you know Badam Mulk and all that she said nay 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 you mustn't go there to the class you understand class was what a factory you must remember so you must remember upstairs they gave us to have his boys you must study here so anyway so say come here first they say but Appa what we going to do here they say no you must first first drink the badam milk so first we go get the badam milk we drink it and see Allah give them Jannatul Firdaus so much love they had for us you know so I really cried when she passed away so remember that these are wonderful wonderful memories of people that they never did it for any matlab and any dunya benefit for love for Dean, that these youngsters are coming four o'clock in the morning. They hear quarter to four. Just now, Ustadji will come and does. Let me give them badam milk and that. You see, yeah, They still remember the words. Your memory will become good and all these type of things there. Yeah. So that are the great people. Remember, Allah give them Jannatul Firdaus. Very good people. Remember. So those of you who want to become Hafiz, you must start learning early part of the morning. Morning. Excellent. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah reward my brother Mona Salim Karim. Today also we had a good discussion. We spoke on the phone. Allah reward him. So tomorrow he'll be ready. Our Junaid Mota will be ready. They call him Abu Yusuf. Abu Yusuf and Junaid is the same person. And remember our Riyaz Hussein, then I'll start Quran Pass 4, inshallah. So we Muslims wake up early. But the Muslim majority is sleeping and wake up after sunrise and by that time the shaitan is urinating in their ears. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Bala Shaitanu fi Udunay. The non-Muslim Jutlas and Christians and Hindus are waking up early. Say 4 o'clock AK is firing up. So better we must start listening and so forth. Imagine they want to learn about Islam, about news, views and interviews. But majority Muslims, you read Fajr Salat today, I'm asking you. 80% didn't read. You just go to our masjid and see. You will find one serf, two serfs, all that. Ramadan time, 20 serfs will come. So what happens? Fajr is only for Ramadan. You know, if you go to Baghdad, write this down, students and ulama. So you must remember that. 
We visited all four Imams. Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahimamullah, buried there in Azamiya in Iraq. Imam Malik, buried in Baqi, Medina Munawwara. Al-Imam Shafi'i, Rahimamullah, buried in Cairo. Where is Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal? He's right next to, you must remember, the Tigris River. So he's there. So you must remember, next to his grave, Mubarak. There's no sign there now, meaning little bit, this little bit, but no real cocoa in that. So next to him is Bishari Hafi, the sage of the age, is to walk around Feet. They asked Bishar, give us some advice. He said, Horrible, terrible are those Muslims and people who only worship and recognize Allah in Ramadan. Ramadan, they're reading Tahajjud, they're reading five daily salat, they're fasting, giving charity. After Eid, then they're going to sleep, finish, till the next Ramadan come. So what good is that? So remember, that's a sign not of acceptance, but a sign of rejection. Remember that. Al-Hasana to bad, al-Hasana to continue with the good deeds is a sign of kabuliyat and acceptance. Al-Sayyabad al-Hasana to go back to our vices and evil is a sign of rejection. Allah mahfadna min, Allah protect us. So we must learn what to do and how to do and when to do it. Officer, is the turban sunnah for men? And if so, what's the sunnah colors and the sunnah way of tying the turban? So remember, go open Shamail Tirmidhi and Hazrat Sheikh Nawar Allah He wrote the commentary there in Urdu. It's translated by our ulama in South Africa, just next to me, where I am now. Darun Nashar, Allah Ta'ala reward them, Molana and them. I used to always say, Molana, the service shall render to this ummah with this one book, excellent. Allah Ta'ala grant you Jannat al Fidus. They all passed away now. All Hafiz Abdurrahman, Hazrat Hafiz Abdurrahman for 50 years. Years, 45 years teaching Hifz, Waliullah, sage of the age. So his sons, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala grant them also Jannat al So get Shamail Tirmidhi. There's a whole chapter on the Imama and turban of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So white is Sunnah, black is Sunnah, all that you must remember this. And among the great, great ulama, we saw that this to wear turban most of the time were Hazrat Allama Yusuf bin Nuri, Rahimahullah, our honorable Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Hafizahullah, he wears every day the turban and so forth. So like that you must remember, so all the details you will find there in the Shama'il of Imam Tirmidhi Rahimahullah, excellent book, original book in Arabic, translated in Urdu, English and various languages. So what are the harms of listening to music? Remember, regarding music, there are three books, read it, and you will see the harms in the light of Qur'an Sharif, in the light of Sunnah Mubarakah, in the light of the salaf Sali, our pious predecessors. So in Arabic, the best book is written that I got, you must remember, is Tahrimu Alati Turb, the musical instruments Haram by Sheikh Nasuddin Albani, Rahimahullah. He gave that book personally to me. I was there and I told him, Sheikh, I got in my pocket thousand dollars. I don't want to spend. You must give me the book. So he was ill. Did he want to allow me also? He started laughing. They told that Khadim, that helper of his, that give him this book, this book. So they gave Al-Adabul Mufrad, Sahih and the Da'if Al-Adabul Mufrad, and this book. I still got all of them. So remember, it's Nishani of him. Whether you agree, don't agree. You don't go ask people who don't understand. Go ask the real muhaddisin. Hazrat Sheikh, I just took his name, Hazrat Sheikh Mohana Zakaria, Nawarallah Marqadahu. One day he told Mohana Yunus, 
Jomo Yunus John Puri. So he told him, Molvi Yunus, Tum Tobot Mutakabir Ho, you're very proud. So he told me this incident personally, Sheikh Yunus. So he said that I just looked down and I kept quiet. Hazrat was looking at my response. So I just looked down, I didn't say anything. Then Apne Jaib Mubarak se Parchi Nikala and then he took out a small piece of paper and was you. So he made him his Khalifa. Not only Khalifa in Tasawwuf and that Khalifa for become Shaykhul Hadith. When Hazrat Shaykh left from Madinah Munawara, he chose Shaykh Yunus. So what an honor is that? One of the greatest muhaddisin the world has seen in the past century. He appoints Sheikh Yunus. Not once, but twice. Hajj time has to go sit by him and talk to him. So I asked him, was it Sheikh you, Sheikh Yunus, what you say of Sheikh Nasrul Al-Bani? He said, both bare muhaddis. I told one, two of our Mulvis, they tell me, no, no, no. I said, okay. The next time I met him again, next Hajj, so I took this one, two more. I said, come with me. So you don't speak, I'll speak. So I tell him, Hazrat, he meets 100 people, what he remembers now. So I tell him, Hazrat, Ya Sheikh Albani, ki baare mein kya raha hai apki? What you say? He said, Baud mod bamor, bare muhaddi. I say, lekin baad jaga par baud tardid ki hanafi ki. Say, jo bhi ho, lekin bare muhaddi se. They say, you must say, he's a big muhaddi. So, so that's exactly what I'm saying. He's a great scholar of hadith. Whether we like, don't like, that's your business. But we doesn't mean we agree with him. That's the thing you must know. We can praise a person, but we don't agree with that person on certain issues. You must remember that. So, so he gave me that book, best book in Arabic, Tahrimu Alati Turb. Hazrat Mufti Shafisa, we met him several times. Then Shawal, 1976, he passed away. Islam or Musiki, Islam and music. You must get that book, excellent. And in English, you must remember, you get Slippery Stone by Khalid Beg. Just now, one person, my student, his son got married, and I saw the name there. I said, Beg. I started speaking to him, or he phoned me, and then I asked him, Does Khalid Beg is your connection? He said, Yes. I said, I would like to meet him. I don't know if he's alive or what, but excellent book in English, Slippery Stone. So, music, musical instruments, all this kawali and everything, all haram. You must remember that, not permissible. People get duped and deceived by all these type of things. Then you see the guys, they get hal. You know hal, Hafiz Wadi. So, the one guy, the kawali started. So he started jumping. He said, Mujhe to haal ho gaya hai. So the one guy told him, Bhai, bed jau. He said, No, Mujhe to haal ho gaya hai. Me, I'm in which now, if you know the Arabic term. I'm living in ecstasy now. He said, Bhai, sit down. Tumara pijama, piche se pata hua hai. Your trouser got a big hole at the back. He said quietly, Now all this haal and wajd, everything got finished then. So these are actors. You must remember these type of things there. So it's not permissible all this. What should be done when a girl becomes Baliha? So what must be done before she becomes Baliha? Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif al-nimuhum in the sub'in teach them you must remember from the age of seven. At the age of seven no girl, no boy is Baliha and mature. So teach them about Salat. So you can teach them about Salat. You'll have to teach them about Huzu and everything else related to Salat and Namaz. Wadribuhum alayha in the Asher and discipline them at the age of ten. So it shows 
those, they must know how to do all that. In Islam, the earliest, our daughter, our sister gets Bali rise at the age of nine, nine lunar years. The earliest the boy gets Bali, you must remember, is at the age of 12, 12 lunar years. So like myself, I was not Bali at the age of 12, maybe 13, 14. So normally it doesn't happen also, but that is what we should know. So that sometimes it depends on the weather and a lot of other issues as well. So you must remember that we must teach them. So your daughter, you must teach her about Hayes and all the necessary rules regarding the menses and so forth. Our youngsters, our boys, you must teach them about the map of Malawi and Amanskral and Timbuktu. Suddenly he sees a map, he says, what the hell is going on here now? So you mean you balik now, ihtilam, you had a wet dream, brother. So you must know now salat is compulsory five times a day. Fasting is compulsory during Ramadan. You got money and all that. Zakat is compulsory. Shafi is Malik, is humbly say, even if you're a minor, two, three years old, then also Zakat is compulsory. Hanafi say, Buluk, after you become balik and mature, then Zakat becomes compulsory. The laws of of hijab, all that becomes compulsory. She can't we go play play with the toy, the boys and tomboys and all that. You know, when they children, they all play with one another. So all that we have to teach them from before, not after they get balik. So you have to prepare them for that life and teach them, teach them what is haya and shame and modesty. We have funny, funny clothes and tight, tight clothes. You can see everything Jermakar, you all understood. Say, no, I just both. We're very young and all that. So that's how we spoil our children. We destroy their inborn and innate haya, shame, modesty, which Allah has blessed them with. So we must prepare our children from a very young age. I read one senior alim. He said that our syllabus nowadays, they lack too many things. He said every day in your syllabi, you should have stories of the awliyaullah. Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, rahimahullah, a ripe old age, 96 years old, he passes away. He writes his autobiography. Do you know what's the name of that autobiography? Ana uh, writes the Ibnul Katatib. Ibnul Katatib, the boy, the youngster of the madrasa, primary madrasa, maktab, what we call, where we used to learn with takhti, you know the board, then we used to read Yasnal Quran, and then we all start used to teach us, and they had a big stick also, you must remember this. So all that there, so that is Ibnul Katatib, Ibnul Maktab. So what a great title. Today the world knows Allama Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi. It says all started from there. My teachers, my parents imbued within me the love for Islam, the love for Sahaba, for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the love for Sahaba. I, I read one place about him, not in this book somewhere else, but I'm sure it's in this book also. He says when they should tell us the stories of Imam Ghazali and others, how we used to cry and so forth. So I remember my nanima, my mother's mother. So she used to tell us stories of Pirani, Pirani, Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Azad Junaid Baghdadi, Imam Bonifa. Some stories still today I can't find the reference. Must be some lal kitab they brought from India. But that was not important. The important thing was they brought the love of Islam. Today what you do with your children? Say, come I sing for you lullaby. So they learn one song from Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, Shaitan Hood. And that's how we put our children to sleep. So what are they going to learn there? 
So when they get old, little bit, they put you in the old age home. So why? Because you taught them all this nonsense and all these things here. So we must teach them, teach them Aital Kursi, teach them Quran, teach them Du'as, teach them Hadith, teach them the stories of Anbiya and Awliya, Sahaba and Awliyaullah. So like that, then you will build their Iman, you'll give them orientation, direction in life. Money will not do everything. Remember that that's a big, big weakness in us we think just give money and it's sorted out no you have to build them up and give them training and coaching and so forth so that is the duty of the parents Shisai when reading the Asma'ullah in Husna should we be saying Ya Rahman or Ar-Rahman when you are making dua, then you say, Ya Rahmanu, Ya Rahimu, Ya Karimu, Ya Hannanu, Ya Mannan. When you're making dua, then you use the vocative, the nida, Ya Hannan, Ya Mannan, Ya Karim, Ya Rahim, Ya Ghaffar, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Fattah, Ya Wahab. So like that. But when you are reading it, then there's no vocative. Wallahu alladhi la ilaha illa huwa rahmanu rahimu al-malikul quddu. You see how Allah mentions. So then there's no vocative there. You must remember there's no nida. You just read one way without the ya. So always do that. Follow the way which Almighty Allah has mentioned it. Follow the way Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah would read it and recite it and teach it to the ummah. Sahib, that brings us to the end of uh, tonight's Q&A program. We will be kindly request Mufti Sahib to conclude perhaps with a short nasiha as well. So you must remember tonight is already the 11th of Rajab. Read Allahumma barik dana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa baldighna Ramadan. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan wa sallim Ramadan lana wa sallimhu lana mutakabbala. Learn all these type of du'as. Next one you must remember is this, that tomorrow morning we will be on Maha Salim Karim inshallah Junaid Muta and our Riyaz Hussain and I'll start at Quran 4 inshallah with a tafsir commentary and news views and interviews now I must go prepare that inshallah and then the Q&A and the non-Muslim listeners we invite you whatever is in your mind you ask the question you want to contact me on my WhatsApp you can send a message 071-888-1184 and inshallah within the week you will get the answer inshallah because there are over 100 not 100 over 1000 messages waiting for me there and remember that inshallah we will try and answer all of them during the course of the week inshallah Aziz tomorrow night tomorrow night is Tuesday night we know we had brother Shafa at Tuesday night Allah grant him Jannat al-Firdaus Allah grant his wife children all of them Sabri Jamil so inshallah then tomorrow night we will have 8 to 9 brother Al-Amin Templeton. So he's on every day, Monday to Thursday, 12 to 1, with the world view. He gives you all what's happening in the world. And then nighttime, he got current affairs. So Tuesday night, he will be on, inshallah, 8 to 9. And 9 to 10, our Mona Musa Lahir will be on regarding Tasawwuf. In the latter portion of Mona Yunus Patel, Rahimah's lifetime. So Mona Musa Lahir, then you suspend time with Azad Mona Yunus Patel. After his demise, now he's with Mona 
Dawood Sidat, so mashallah, great, great benefit. So suhbat sali, salikunan, suhbat tali, talikunan. When you sit in the company of the pious, that some piety will rub off. You sit in the company of gangsters, then some of the crookedness will come. So you sit next to the fan and aircon, then coolness comes. You sit next to the heat, the warmth comes. So simple example. Allah Jalla accept all of them. Our brother Alameen Templeton, our mom Musa Daher, Mufti Ibrahim Smith will come on Wednesday with a doctor's medical file. Inshallah, we will send out all the adverts tomorrow. May all Allah reward you of his wadi. My brother Lukolo, what you say? Two parts? Right, you say two parts. So inshallah, within the half an hour, 45 minutes, one hour maximum, we will send out the two parts on Telegram and on Twitter and on all the groupings. Make dua for the sinner and the ummah and for Gaza al-Mubarakah. Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin al-muhtallin al-ghasibin al-mal'unin ya rabbal alameen. Ya Allah decimate and destroy the Zionist apartheid terrorist regime of Israel. Ameen. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. As well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the radio stations and you, the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations as well. Until next time, we say, Wa sallallahu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.